Hi, everyone. It's your podcast host, Jim Andrews, here with a reminder that the Ticket Manager Partner Summit is back. We'll be getting together in person on October 17th this year at the Times Center in New York City. This is a free, invitation-only event where hundreds of business leaders across the world's most influential brands in sports, sponsorship, live events, and ticketing gather to make great connections and share valuable information. Approved attendees enjoy exclusive networking events, insightful panels, and exciting celebrity speakers, all for free. Are you interested in attending? Just go to ticketmanager.com for details on how to apply. and welcome to Ticket Manager's all-access interview series, engaging leaders from across the sports marketing spectrum to identify and explore critical issues in the business of sports, entertainment, sponsorship, activation, ticketing, hospitality, and even more. I'm your host, Jim Andrews. Joining me on this episode to discuss what's next for college bowl games and some of the unique aspects of the business of bowls is Michael Conradi, Chief Marketing Officer for the Cotton Bowl Athletic Association and the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Welcome, Michael, and thanks for joining us. Jim, thanks for having me on. I look forward to chatting with you. Yeah, likewise. You know, I'm kind of fascinated by, by bowl games and uh, being a longtime college football fan, of course, but also the business side of it. And, you know, the nature of bowl games has really shifted over time, certainly with the addition of the college football playoff. And understanding that there's a lot of issues that are up in the air regarding expansion with the playoff and things like that, I'm wondering, is, is maintaining relevance and, and the strength of your individual brands an issue for, for you? So I guess that's question one. And then kind of coming off the back of that, do you, what do you think the future holds for events like the, the Cotton Bowl, the other New Year's Six games and, and, and other bowls? Well, Jim, I I think every brand obviously is trying to remain relevant in this day and age. And so I don't care what industry you're in. It's what what can you do to be relevant? And I I will say certainly as it relates to the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic and and our brand that has been a part of college football for, you know, 80 plus years, we still are constantly striving to find ways to improve and enhance the brand. Certainly at the top of the list is Goodyear as our title sponsor and working closely with them to make sure that they're putting their best foot forward and, and we're helping them to achieve their marketing goals. And, you know, certainly uh, all the way down to, to our lowest tier sponsors that come in year after year. It, it's, a, it's a constant uh, challenge uh, in the environment that we're in right now and college athletics uh, as a whole and trying to get our arms around all of the the uh, the issues that that are ultimately taking up time of every athletic director in the country right now, every conference commissioner, and uh, certainly it trickles down to the bowls. So I will tell you that you know from our perspective, you know we get together as a staff routinely to talk about the topics of college athletics, what's going on within the realm of college football specifically, and then how it affects the bowl games, and then ultimately how it affects us. And, you know, you can talk about name image likeness and how that will affect us long term. You certainly can talk about the changes that are occurring within 
television rights and streaming rights and how that's going to affect bowl games moving forward. You know, there's there's just so many different ways. Obviously, conference realignment. I mean, right at the top right now. I mean, you know, we've lived through it multiple times now. And and from our perspective, we're constantly watching what's going on with conference realignment and how does it affect our game, our product, what we're putting forward on a on a routine basis. And so uh, it seems like every day there's something new that's crossing our path. I will make the argument that we're in the wild, wild west right now as it relates to college athletics, and it forces us to look at our brand and and come up with ways to to stay relevant. And also add in the fact that the last two years, Jim, during COVID and what that has presented as far as challenges and being able to be creative and and adapt on the on a on the fly in many instances. And as you know, you know, just two years ago. We got the call from Bill Hancock in the college football playoff saying, hey, could you, would you be willing to host the Rose Bowl if Pasadena can't host it? And so in the span of really 48 hours, we put on the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic and then came back and hosted uh, Notre Dame and Alabama in a college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl, only the second Rose Bowl ever to be played outside of Pasadena. So you can imagine how that affects you know, uh, your operations, but within that, the, the marketing aspect of, of your brand and working closely with Goodyear to figure out ways to, to be creative within that landscape and what it provided. And, you know, so many of our corporate partners stepped up during that time to assist the Rose Bowl, to help them as much as they could. Certainly AT&T Stadium, the Dallas Cowboys, which is another piece of the puzzle, right? As far as our, our brand and, and uh, working closely with them to, to make sure that we are um, you know, being as relevant as we can. There's so much that you that you just mentioned. Um, yeah, my, my first thought is, are you saying that that your job isn't just super easy? You know, just show up in December and, and put on a, on a bowl game and then go home and wait another year? <laughs> yeah, talking about so many people think that that what we do is the one day a year event and that's it. But ultimately, Rick Baker, our president, has a card that sits on his desk with Santa Claus on the front and he's all happy and jolly and you open it up and it says, you'd be this jolly too, if you only worked one day a year. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, truth be told, there's so much that goes into producing uh, an event, the size of the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Uh, we just recently underwent a feasibility or I should say an economic impact study for the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. And Jim, what we learned through that is that we generate close to $54 million a year in direct economic impact and another 45 million in, in indirect economic impact. So uh, you're talking about just shy of $100 million that the, that the Cotton Bowl is responsible for generating for North Texas. And that ranks really only second as far as an annual event in North Texas to the 24-day run of the State Fair of Texas. So you know what goes into planning an event of that magnitude, and when I say event, it's really events. Right. Um, multiple events leading up to the game and throughout the year, in all honesty, that, that goes to create an impact like that. Well, and that's one of the things that I, I wanted to ask you about is because, you know, much of the focus is naturally on the football game uh, itself. But bowl games are really an interesting hybrid uh, of a nationally televised sports event on the one hand and really a community based organization, as you were just pointing out, with, with a great deal of, of local uh, impact economic and otherwise. Let's talk a little bit more about that dynamic, especially as it relates to, to, to the sponsorship piece. Yes. I will say that obviously each bowl 
you know, comes at it from a different perspective. Some are in business to, to bring tourism to their city. Right. Some are in business to help raise money for other nonprofits and to give back within their community. Uh, many are a hybrid of, of, of both of those, ultimately. And I, I will make the argument that the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic certainly, first and foremost, is in the business of, of taking care of the two universities that play in our game and generating income for higher education. If you look at the history of our game, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic has generated over a billion dollars for higher education wow. uh, through our game. But beyond that, ever since the advent of the college football playoff now, we have been able to take a portion of the revenue generated from our game and put it into what, what's called the Cotton Bowl Foundation, a separate 501c3. And we distribute out grants primarily to youth-based initiatives in North Texas. And this year, we'll, we'll distribute half a million dollars in grants. Many of the bowl games do much more than that, in all honesty. Um, I, I will say that you know, our, our friends at the Fiesta Bowl and, and in Atlanta do a phenomenal job of really diving into their community, the Orange Bowl too, of, of giving back uh, in a manner that really makes a difference. And it's something that we're striving to, to try to catch up to in all honesty. I mean, even though we've been in business for 86 years, just had our 86 classic, our foundation is relatively new. And, and so, you know, what's interesting is, is in this day and age, right, most brands, Goodyear included, you know, certainly look at cause marketing as an important aspect of what they're doing. And so as we move forward on an annual basis with Goodyear, we spend a lot of time talking about what we're doing in the community and how they can uh, tap into that. So I'll give you an example. (laughs) Year after year, for for over two decades now, we have taken both of our participating teams to children's hospitals here in North Texas. One, uh, Children's Health, Children's Medical Center, as it's known, here in Dallas, and then the other one is Texas Scottish Rite Hospital. And Goodyear has supported that, that effort as long as they've been our title sponsor. It's important to them to give back. Ultimately, because of COVID, you know, hospitals certainly uh, have had to make changes. And so bringing in 120 football players into a hospital during you know, COVID has been uh, a challenge. And so Goodyear took it upon themselves this year to come up with a, uh, a virtual hospital visit, where they created a a scenario different for both hospitals, where a portion of the student athletes could come into a room. And in one instance, they played video games with patients at at, uh, Children's Medical Center. And in the other instance, they had a studio show set up where kids could ask questions and and ask the student athletes to uh, do some sort of crazy dance or tell a joke or just fun interaction that was really all about, it was all done by Goodyear. This, this was their idea. And then it carried through to, to game day and in, in their support and presenting checks to both hospitals. And so I, I use that as an example of how, you know, cause marketing is important to, to them and it's important to everybody. So as we move forward with the, the uh, Cotton Bowl Foundation and the grants that we give out, we're having more and more of our sponsors ask us how they can get involved in that realm. And, and I, I will say that's, a, that's an area of growth for us, in all honesty. Oh, that's great. And, and it's great to hear a, a, a sponsor being so you know, proactive and, and kind of suggesting and saying, we're going to take the lead on this and, and we're going to do this for you, for the teams, for the community. And that, you know, one of the interesting things, as I said, there are many about, about bowl games and organizations like yours, 
you know, I, I talked to a lot of marketing and, and sales folks from a lot of different types of sports organizations. And those conversations are almost always centered on, on the fans in the stands, right? The paying customers. And of course, you, you obviously focused on that group, but you, you have this other very important constituency that, that others don't. And that's, that's the two teams and the student athletes that are, that are playing in, in, in the game. And I'm, I'm just wondering if you could discuss a little bit about, you know, how that impacts some of your decision-making and, and priorities uh, within the organization. Yeah, I, I appreciate you asking that question because you and I would not be chatting right now if it wasn't for the student athletes and the two teams. And so I will tell you that in, in our case, every major decision we make around our game, our events is geared around how it affects the two participating universities. There's a great book called Raving Fans that was written by Ken Blanchard. It's a very simple read. Uh, it's a customer service kind of based book. And it was a gift to us by the former athletic director at Auburn, Jay Jacobs, when he was there. And he said, you know, this book represents what your organization really stands for. And the, and the premise behind the book, or a few of, I should say, the premises are, you can't be all things to all people. Pick a few things and do them to the very best of your ability and try to get 1% better every year. And if you think about that, right, as long as we've been in business, getting 1% better can be, can be a challenge. Sometimes we might get more than 1% better in certain areas, but, but to try to constantly strive to improve and get better and stay relevant, going back to your first question, is something that we, we take great pride in. And I, I will tell you that as it relates to the student-athletes, we are in the business of creating memories. We want the teams to walk away from the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic experience saying that was their best bowl experience they've ever had. That's our goal. And so when you think about that, the decisions we make, it ties into that uh, immensely. And so uh, when it comes to our events and what we're planning around our events, how we plan our events, the budget and where our money is spent, uh, I will tell you that there are organizations out there, Jim, that that, that do more for the fan base, in all honesty, as far as creating events around the game, fan fests on beaches or music festivals, or, you know, certainly, you know, lots of bowl games do amazing things for the fans. We really put the focus on the teams to create events for the teams where the student athletes will walk away saying that was phenomenal. And we certainly try to do great things for the fans as well. Sure. And, and we have a phenomenal home in AT&T Stadium that, that, that creates a great backdrop for our game and for the fans, certainly. But uh, uh, I will just say that everything that we do is really geared around how can we create a better experience for, for the teams and not just the players. Sure. You think about it, the, the bands, pageantry, those bands, members, the, the, the cheerleaders, the, the pom-pom squad, they've been working at it just as hard as the football players all season. So what can we do to, to make a great experience for them in their time that they're here? Media. Media have been covering the teams all year. What can we do to create an experience for them that is um, hopefully unparalleled? You know, certainly athletic department personnel, et cetera. So it's broader than just the players, but still collectively, those that routinely work around the teams and the team members themselves, what can we do to make make it special. And I will say a lot of bowl games take that approach. There's no doubt that everybody really tries to create an experience for the, for the teams. But um, uh, that's really, I think, something that has set us apart 
and, and, and really drives us on a, on an annual basis. You mentioned your, your home and the game does take place in, in the iconic AT&T stadium. And I'm wondering, is it actually a challenge to create kind of your own cotton ball identity and experience within a venue that is so associated with the Cowboys games? And, and, and if so, how, how do you go about uh, doing that on game day? Yeah. yeah, Jim, that's, that's uh, again, uh, something that we strive to, uh, to achieve on an annual basis that when you walk into AT&T stadium, certainly on game day, you know, you're at the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic and that it looks very different than what it would might look like for an average Cowboys game. It starts certainly with the fact that we play in one of the most digitally sophisticated stadiums in the, in the world. And so the ability for us to flip a switch in some instances and have center hung scoreboard and ribbon boards and other sponsor digital boards, both inside and outside the stadium, be such to where everything is branded Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, that it starts there. But then beyond that, we have a very comprehensive signage program where, you know, we're uh, laying out uh, static signage, uh, you know, around the bowl, if you will, on the interior I will say one of the most unique things that, that, that we're able to accomplish because of AT&T Stadium is that we're able to, to take the, the team allotments. Um, you know, contractually, each team gets 12,500 tickets. And the way we can split those allotments, and draw the line in the stadium as such to where we can have one team's fan base enter through one end zone plaza and another team's fan base enter through the other plaza. And so what that affords us the opportunity to do is to create some unique opportunities within those plazas. So as part of what we call the Goodyear Huddle Up Fan Fest pregame, we'll have themed pep rallies in each plaza. So this year, Cincinnati folks came in from the east. Alabama folks came in from the west. We were able to to theme those plazas for the two teams and do some unique things, pep rallies and things like that before the game in those plazas. And that's unique. Uh, you're going to be hard pressed to find another stadium in the country that has the ability for you to create these two separate areas. The challenges are, though, you want to create an atmosphere for both teams that is that is comparable. So Goodyear, again, at, at, as as the leader of the pack, if you will, amongst the corporate partners, does a phenomenal job of creating two of everything. So whatever the the um, the activations are they're going to give both fan bases more or less the same experience in both plazas. Uh, that costs money, and they're willing to, to certainly back, back that up. I will say another thing that's unique to us compared to the Cowboys is right next door to AT&T Stadium, you have Texas Live. There are these live developments all over the country. Uh, the Texas Rangers, are uh, their ownership group is very much involved in, in uh, the ownership of Texas Live. So we were able to go and do a, uh, a partnership with Texas Live where at the end of the day, when fans walk into Texas Live, you know you're at the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. The signage within Texas Live has shifted over to, to our game. We host events at Texas Live the night before the game, and then on game day, there's, there's always live music going on at Texas Live. So that's a part of the overall experience. And something that we can do that maybe the Cowboys can't as it relates to the relationship that we've created with the Rangers in Texas live that is unique for us. And certainly it was a game changer when that was built somewhat, gosh, five years ago now, probably to give fans a destination outside of AT&T stadium, the footprint of AT&T stadium 
really helped us to, to um, ultimately enhance the game day atmosphere for fans. So many components, I think, that, that, that we don't think about, those of us on the outside that go into all of that. And, and, and certainly, you know, forming those, those partnerships with the Cowboys, with the Rangers, to have that, you know, create that, that broader experience and, and, and really make it uh, a, de- a destination that people, you know, obviously will want to go to travel with their, their favorite teams. Um, you know, kudos to you for, for putting all of that together. Before I let you go, I want to go back to to Goodyear for for a second, and 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 the sponsorship aspect uh, of the game uh, of, of the classic, uh, because that's it's a unique situation too, in that you've got shared responsibility with ESPN, obviously. So, can you just give us a sense of of, of how that works, and how much coordination goes on between you, uh, ESPN, uh, the partners like like Goodyear, and, and some of the others? Sure, Jim. It's, it's you know, I think very unique in, in this setup of the college football playoff, certainly when it comes to the corporate partner program. So to be a member of the college football playoff, these, these games that are billed as New Year's Six Bowl games, if you will, what we each more or less had to do was take our title sponsorship rights and our television rights and, and package those up. And that's what the college football playoff then sold through to ESPN. And really, as part of that, too, ESPN in a in a semifinal year controls 15 sponsorship categories and in a non semifinal year controls 12 sponsorship categories. And so what does that mean? So Goodyear is our title sponsor. Right. So Goodyear comes in and buys in as uh, a partner with the college football playoff overall. And it's, uh, for all practical purposes, a very large media buy that encompasses the entire season, college football season for, for Goodyear and ESPN. And then separate from that, Goodyear then comes and, and does a title sponsorship agreement with us that really is, is diving down into, you know, the local activating activations, the marketing rights in North Texas, and, and really boots on the ground, what they can do around our game, both in stadium, outside of stadium, and the events leading up to it, which are important to the overall, right? And they, uh, uh, so the the amount of time that we spend all kind of communicating, uh, it's it's quite immense. I mean, I, I, I certainly know uh, my counterpart at ESPN that sold through the Goodyear deal and worked closely with him. Certainly the college football playoff uh, and the folks there that we, we routinely have conversations with, we're actually getting ready to head to Orlando here in a few weeks for our annual meetings, where the first part of the meetings, the first few days, will be with the college football playoff and our New Year's Six uh, counterparts. And then we'll roll into meetings with, with the rest of uh, the bowl season membership, as they call it now, and, and talk about best practices and things that we can do to get better. But it trickles down from there. It's not just title sponsors, right? So I'll give you another example, Taco Bell. Taco Bell has come and done a deal with all of the New Year's Six Bowl games and certainly the college football playoff. And so they have the rights to to the brands, to the marks of all six, seven, including the CFP games. And through that, they they have their uh, Live Moss student section that they try to create at each game, right, where they take the student section and, and brand it and they promote on social media, et cetera, et cetera. And they've done a great job of, of acting around, activating around all of the, the New Year's Six Bowl games and the college football playoffs. So, you know, there's a lot of coordination between ESPN, between ourselves, the agency for Taco Bell and the CFP. 
that I, I think is unique, right? I, I, there's a model similar to this, I think, that's used by the NCAA with their television rights holders for the Final Four in the NCAA basketball tournament. But there's only one entity that 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 Turner and and CBS are working with, and that's and that's the NCAA. In this case, you've got six bowl games and and the college football playoff, and it's unique. So there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and and ultimately to be able to work through. Uh, you know, all that goes into activating uh, a sponsorship around the college football playoff is uh, is a challenge at times, but also extremely rewarding when done right. And just real quickly, that, that makes me think of how how big is the team there that, that has to manage all of these these many, many moving pieces that we've been talking about for the last uh, almost half hour or so? Well, I will tell you from our perspective, it takes an army. You know, our staff is small throughout the year, but we have a, a group of, of uh, I don't even want to call them volunteers. I, I will call them, you know, operations specialists. These are, are some of the best and brightest from around the country that come in year after year to our game to help us. Uh, put on these events to help us make sure that the activation of our, you know, sponsor assets are done properly. You know, we we certainly partner with great, great uh, vendors, ticket manager being one of them. And ultimately to help us make sure that we're putting on the best event we can. And and it's really important that we have this group that that really is is uh, what makes our game run efficiently and and smoothly. And and again, goes back to helping us create memories that last a lifetime. Michael, you have done an amazing job at, uh, at enlightening uh, me and, and I'm sure our audience uh, about what, what it takes to uh, what it goes into um, producing a, a great college football bowl game like the, uh, the Cotton Bowl Classic. So, so can't thank you enough for, for taking the time to, to do that. And uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to pick up the conversation somewhere down the road. Would love that, Jim. Thanks again for for inviting me to be on and uh, look forward to hopefully seeing you down the road. Absolutely. And on behalf of everyone at Ticket Manager, thank all of you for watching and listening. And please join us again for the next episode in the All Access interview series.